welcome to This Week in Sparkling Water. Today's episode is a little bit different because this is, in the end, a conversation that did not really work. Today's guest is Ivan, and what you have to know about Ivan is that in the beginning we were supposed to do this podcast together. And then it turned out that Ivan wasn't a reliable person, and he realized that he no longer wanted to be the co-host of a podcast about sparkling water. And this made me very angry. And I didn't talk to Ivan for weeks. And then he agreed to come on the podcast one time as a guest. And this is a conversation between two men pretending like everything is normal. Pretending as if this whole thing isn't unfolding in the shadow of what really happened. So throughout this episode, I will try to jump in so that you can actually understand what you're hearing. And that way, we'll get through this together. Welcome to This Week in Sparkling Water. My name is Joachim Eriksson, and I will be your host. Today's guest is Ivan. How are you, Ivan? I'm doing well. How are you, Joachim? Oh, I'm real good. I'm real good. A little bit, a little bit snivelly, but I'm good. Do you have the snivels? I was about to say I, I do have a little bit of snivelling coming on, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm, I'm nervous. A little bit of an itch. A little, little bit. bit of an itch in the back of the throat. Just the teens. Yeah, the black plague. Uh, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah. Um, all right, let's just get right to it. Today, we are drinking cucumber-flavored sparkling water. How do you feel about... We talked about this a little bit over text, but how do you feel about cucumber as a flavor, Ivan? Uh, it's generally my least favorite flavor. I, mm. I think anytime you see what ref I refer to as spa water... Oh like, my God, that's exactly what I was going to say about it. Keep well, going. Well, usually you'll have either cucumber or lemon... And hanging egg, out. Hanging out together, side by side, mm -hmm. which is great because I'll go for the lemon. Yeah. But if it's just cucumber... 100% of the time, lemon. Yeah. yeah, if it's just cucumber, that's a bad day. Yeah. Why? You hear that? We completely agree. You know agree. what? Because, because it's... So much promise. It do, the, the this could have been perfect. The cucumber doesn't complement water. It overpowers mm. it. Yeah. And I would say that the flavor of cucumber is actually... It actually tastes kind of like dirt. It's a little bit earthy. Do you ever eat cucumber? Do you cook with it? Yeah, so... There are many scenarios where cucumber really goes. Mm -hmm. Like my favorite type of sandwich is an open-faced uh, Swedish liver pate, like not fancy, the opposite of fancy, like chopped liver, uh -huh. like what Jewish people eat. Yeah. Like at a Jewish deli. Oh. Nice bread. Uh-huh. Buttery, more than sharp foie gras style. P pork liver or different? Yeah, pork okay. liver. Yeah, yeah, I just had and some then, good pate over the weekend. Uh, and then sliced cucumber on it. Interesting. Okay. For the crisp, uh, just like a, you can do pickles too, and mm -hmm. the acidity cuts the richness right. of the pate. Right. That did not occur to me when I had pate this week, and I made a sandwich with just pate, some ground mustard. Mm. And yeah, that's that not was bad. It. Yeah. But uh, what I was gonna say about spa water, because I was gonna exactly say that that you just end up in these situations like at a cafe or a yoga studio mm -hmm. or a waiting room. Yeah, and then. I always feel like they're hiding something if there's cucumber in the water. Like what? Like that the water is gross. 
where do you think the water comes from? Is it from like a, a giant bottle? Is it is it from the tap? Like no, where... it's tap water, but it's like the the big tank is not clean. Mm. You know, everything's just dirty, mm-hmm. and they just let it sit there for weeks. I, I don't see. know. I just I I get a little bit um, OCD with water, but well, uh, it's great that you're hosting this show then. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. So we have four flavors. Yes, Ivan, it is great that I have this show. start with the first one. But what if I had a co-host? Wouldn't that be even better? Have you ever seen one of these before? Good and Gather? It's what the Americans uh, comically like to refer to as Target. Oh, that's the Target brand? Yes, you're absolutely right. I didn't know Target was doing their own thing. Target does a thing called Good and Gather. Which is different from their uh, Market Pantry brand. You know what? I don't know what Market Pantry is. That's uh, they have Market Pantry, they have Archer Farms, they have all these like brands that are disguised as not being generic that are right. in fact Target only. I would say this is the most basic. Okay. Of their many lines. All right. Let's try it. Shall we cheers? No. Oh well, I'm sorry. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay, let's try it. That's got a fizz to it. So it's cucumber mint. Cuc- oh, oh, well, see, you didn't give me a heads up. Uh, this is disgusting. Yeah, it's not this good. This is really <laughs> it's not good. It's like somehow too light and not light enough. So when I uh, referring back to the question I had for you about do you use cucumbers uh, to, to cook at all? Um, I, I like a good like cucumber raita, like an Indian food. You know, Raita. I don't know what that... I've never heard that word oh, in my life. Oh, it's just like the yogurt that you have at Indian oh, restaurants. like a tzatziki yeah. sort of. Yes, except the Indian version, which usually has like, you know, some cucumber, some garam masala, lemon juice. Uh, so it's maybe not white some, anymore? Uh, it, it, depending on how uh, how you slice up the cucumbers, because sometimes you can peel them and just, uh, you know, have the, the green exterior not prevalent at all. And sometimes you can just chop them up. Um, the... You, it, it, it tastes very cucumbery. Right. This is like a liquefied version of raita. I can just oh, yeah? taste so the So that cucum- has mint. Yeah. Raita so this, has mint. This just feels like I'm I'm drinking raita without any cream in it. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Mm. Okay, let's move to the next oh, hold one. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Yeah, okay. The next one is, uh, have you ever seen one of these though? Simple Truth Organic is a brand that I'm definitely more familiar with, but I have not had their cucumber melon seltzer water no do you know where simple truth organic is from that's that's like a quiz that's the kroger brand right like fred meyer qfc Q- qfc yeah is yeah. qfc and fred meyer somehow related oh you don't even know do you no i don't <laughs> oh yeah no kroger is the the empire that that dominates grocery stores across the country and i think they have kroger's generally everywhere stores. but then some regional He'll talk brand. about grocery stores all day if you let him. Fred Meyer and QFC are both different versions of the same thing. I think QFC is a dedicated grocery store, whereas Fred Meyer has always been your one-stop shop department store, <clears throat> which is now okay. since like veered more toward a grocery store, I think. Okay, so this is called Simple Truth Organic. I right. bought it at QFC, and it is cucumber melon flavored. Let's okay. try it. All right, here we go. That's much better. Mm. You know why that's better? Because I don't taste hardly any cucumber. Yeah. It's more melon and it's very light. Yeah, it's very subtle. I like it. Yeah. It's not bad. That's not that bad, actually. That's not that bad. And not overpowering. Like the... the... 
the melon is uh it's not too sweet it's yeah. just it has that very kind of like uh lacroix-esque natural flavors essence yeah. to it yeah yeah it's um like what kind of melon is it it's that kind of like what is that called net melon is that english no mm, couldn't like tell a, you the sweet orange colored flesh melon what is that called? and uh, yeah, there's a lot of here melons. i don't know we spend about yeah, two minutes with me trying to remember how to say cantaloupe. And in the end, we just can't figure it out. And we just give up and move on. This isn't going well. Because I'm tasting what kind of melon it is. And it's what we in Chinese call hamigua. And uh, it's like uh, the ba- uh, very basic honey melon? Like honeydew? Honeydew, is that a name of a melon? I don't think of honeydew as a melon, but maybe some people do. What? This. Oh, this is, this is, uh, I'm Googling this. Honeydew. Yeah. What? What? You don't think of that as a melon? You know, you know what? With honeydew, I eat it like 99% of the time it's presented to me as already like chopped up inside a fruit salad. Yeah. I never witness honeydew in its whole form. That's funny. That's weird. Is Ivan really asking us to believe that he has never seen a honeydew melon? I mean, I don't know what to say about that. Okay, let's do the next one. Let's do it. So it's the LaCroix skinny cans. How do you pronounce this? The curate, the curate, curate. Yeah, the carafe. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, one of the heads of LaCroix saying, oh, there's a hundred ways to pronounce our name. None of them are wrong. This whole skinny can thing really feels like they uh, jumped over the shark or whatever that expression is. Why do you say that? Because LaCroix already is, the joke is that you pronounce it in a funny half French way. Mm-hmm. And it's like a funny half French, made up French thing. Oh, you're, you're talking about specifically the name, not the actual. I'm uh, talking me- about the skinny cans, the whole thing. Like the whole, th- the, the skinny you, can. What line don't you like work. about skinny cans? No, I mean, they're smaller. Like you don't want less. You want that whole can of LaCroix. How many fluid ounces are in there? Well, it's 250 milliliters instead. Oh, no, it's actually the same. Oh, it's the same. Good thing I do my homework, eh? Yeah, Good thing all my opinions are so well founded. Um, but. I don't know. Flavors, the skinny can flavors are like not good. Do you agree? Have you had all of them? I haven't had all of them. I've well, just... I'm I'm a simple man. When I got into this sparkling water game, I always stuck with the most basic of flavors. Yeah. And when Lacroix started really ascending these last couple of years, I yeah. got nervous that people were going to start circulating all these varietals that I wasn't going to want to even touch. Yeah. And I remember because. At work, I'm kind of known as the guy that loves sparkling water. Uh, for oh, my yeah. birthday, I'll, I'll usually show up at my desk and have a uh, tower of packs of LaCroix. And they'll, like people give it to you or you bring yeah, yeah, it Yeah, coworkers oh, yeah. or manager or something. And they will usually be some out there flavors that I'm right. not initially excited about. Then I'll try them. They usually will never be as bad as I was bracing for. Okay. Um, and I think I've tried some of these uh, curates in the past. Yeah. And they're relatively inoffensive, but they're, I don't know. I always just stick with the the OGs, you know, your lime. Does it not break your heart that a man a with so much love for that. sparkling water is willing yeah. to just throw it all away? Flavors. Let's try it. It's a Mure Pepino. Ah, uh, yes. is blackberry and cucumber. I'm going to guess that pepino means cucumber. 
This yeah. has more flavor than the last one. Yeah, and it's it's not so clean. No, um, the berry is definitely doing more of the heavy lifting there. I mean, you you just don't really compared to how cucumber heavy that first one was I, I don't feel like we're getting much cucumber anymore at all you feel like that first one i feel like the first one was so minty though yeah i'm mi- trying the first one again oh it smells so minty and chemical minty Ugh. but i do get what you're saying with like tzatziki mm-hmm. like it is okay whatever all right let's go to the next one already something new that we haven't seen on the pod before we're doing Voss. Voss. I don't think I've ever had a Voss water before. I've seen them everywhere, but they just look so silly and frivolous. Yeah, very silly. Um, do you know what country they're from? Couldn't tell you. Voss is from Norway. Norway. Do you know how much it pisses me off that you can get Norwegian water here, but you can't get Swedish water here? What's Swedish water? Tell me. Yeah. There's Romlösa and there's Luka. Those are the two. Those are the two ones. Okay, let's try it. Lemon cucumber Voss. Lemon. Oh, so this is the ultimate spa water. Yeah. Lemon and cucumber. Sure is. Now I'm excited. Ooh, it's a glass bottle. Is it? Man, it's like squishy glass. I think that's plastic. I haven't feel this bottle. Is this this plastic? No, this is glass. Yeah, okay. Why is it a little bit squishy? It's not. Okay. All right. Lemon lemon cucumber Voss. Here we go. Oh, man, I have to lift my glasses because they're um, blocking my olfactories. Hmm. Very lemon-forward nose. Oh! That is like such a yoga roller to the face. Yeah, not a fan? Oh, not a fan. More because of the connotation than anything else. So if you've never, if you'd never seen this kind of water at a yoga studio or waiting room before... Try to disassociate that. How how yeah. would you feel about it? Okay, I'm, you mean pretend like this is a Romla sign, this is 20 years ago, and I'm a young child? Exactly. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I That's like good. this one. Um, I actually think that... Bad. Well, because, I mean, when, when you have the spa water, it's usually not carbonated. I mean, almost True. never is. Yeah. Um, as far as putting lemon and cucumber into sparkling water, I'd say they've pulled it off masterfully here. Yeah, Voss... Now, this was expensive. That's like a $4 bottle. Really? I think so. $4 for one bottle? It's artisanal. And they spell it. They spell it like that. Artisan. That's the most expensive way of spelling it. With with an E? A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N. That is Artisan. That is the artisan way to spell yeah. it. Yeah. It's literally going all the way through the looking glass. If it wasn't so expensive, I would drink that one again. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I didn't pay for these, so I'm not even factoring in price point. No, yeah. And we shouldn't. And I'm not asking you to. Yeah. But, it, you, I never... but you, you made mention of the <laughs> yeah, fact yeah, that yeah, it was $4. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I never take note of the price. Really? Yeah. You don't You don't have like a apprehension towards certain bottled beverage brands based on the price? Like... Like whenever, sure. whenever I'm drinking a Fiji water, I'm I'm angry uh, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, if you paid for a Fiji water, yeah. like you're in an, at an airport, a small airport, mm-hmm. or like you know the worst thing in America, fucking Dasani. That's the airport worst thing in America. Dasani. Airport Dasani is the worst oh thing in America, my God, dude. Airport Dasani, yeah, dude, because it's always three seventy five. Have you ever had Dasani sparkling? 
No, I haven't. So, okay, I think this is actually a good place to ask this question. Yeah. So, you know those uh, fancy Coca-Cola machines where you can just, you know, kind of pull from up to like 40 different flavors where it's it's all yeah. the digital touchscreen? Like so, a Kelly Burger Sure. We'll have one of yeah. those. So that uh, those machines, you know, replace the old soda machines wherein you had the functionality to just click on the soda button and mm-hmm. have that come out. I often get a, uh, you know, free water cup from a fast food place yeah. and just fill it with soda water. Yeah. Um, but when those machines are there, there's no option to get soda water. You have to get the Dasani sparkling. Yeah. And my question is, should you be paying for that? Yeah, like Dasani sparkling isn't that just tap water when it's from a fountain? That's what I want to know because there's a there's a moral quandary here because if they're selling you something that they you know are presenting as a premium product, then you probably shouldn't be putting that in a free water cup. But there's no alternative. Like you can't just get the soda water anymore. I mean, I will say that you have found the right forum to ask this question. I'm glad. Yeah, but. Um, but not the right person to get an answer from. <laughs> it's definitely just tap water, though, that's been sparkling. How confident are you? I mean, they, there's no water tank connected to a fountain machine. That doesn't make any sense. Right. There's just syrups. Okay. But honestly, those machines are mysterious because it's like... Well, because so when you do the Dasani sparkling... Um, a selection you you have some it's a it's a whole subcategory and within it right. you can get the sani lime you're talking sani about lemon plain. i'm talking plain yeah it's something that we will resolve it's not the season finale because the season finale is clearly what goes into a lacroix but it is one of the things that needs to be resolved before the finale maybe a mid-season finale yeah like a mid-season finale okay good yeah looking forward to that like one. cliffhanger assassination attempt Right. Dasani Fountain. And then the next episode begins with that character being fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. To wrap up on cucumber, I will say one thing, though. I don't like the flavor of cucumber. I think it's overused. I think it's bad, all of it. The one thing I do like, though, that I'm recommending to everyone is if you ever find yourself in China, the best flavor in the whole universe of Lay's brand potato chips Oh yeah, is cucumber. Have you ever had them? I haven't had cucumber, but one of my favorite potato chip flavors is also something that is not readily available here in the U.S. Which one? Smoked paprika. Yeah, well, that's so normal and like it, it is. It's all over Europe. It's it's a staple flavor, and it's wild to me that you can't get it anywhere here except specialty stores. That's like a Lidl flavor. Do you know what a Lidl is? Please tell me. It's like Germany is secretly the trashiest country on earth. Oh, man, that's going to be a whole separate episode, isn't it? And Lidl is the cheapest grocery store in Germany. Okay. You know that look of a Costco where they make you feel like you're paying less by them not displaying it nicely? Uh, yes. Like they are consciously displaying it poorly so that you don't feel like you're paying a premium for someone to stack things nicely? Like a Winko Foods. Yeah, like the hardcorest thing like that, where you just get like pickled potatoes and like smoked paprika potato chips. Dude, Lidl is big on that stuff. But dude, I for this episode, I actually Googled if you can get the cucumber flavor lace in America, and you just can't. You can't on the internet. It's fine. You just get them, and it just says origin China. You can just buy them. The thing, though, is that in China, they cost 
two two and a half kwai, which is like thirty five cents mm-hmm. for one of those like not huge bags. But you don't. It's potato chips. You want a little one so you don't feel so bad afterwards. And it's like thirty five cents for the best flavor in the world. Oh, so many times I've been to China and like wanted to put one in my check in. I always get called into a little room at SeaTac because I have like the wrong kind of fruit or something. This one time at SeaTac, I like brought back a bunch of bugs. Ugh. They always look at me like I'm such a weirdo. <laughs> it's like, guys, it's a novelty item. And they like shit it all over my bugs and took them away from me. Okay, Ivan, I'm going to ask you some questions about your life, okay? Hey, let's segue it and have the first questions be about sparkling water. All right. So when I'm at your house... And I'm having some of your sparkling water. How many cans of sparkling water can I have before you feel like I'm taking advantage of your hospitality? Oh, fantastic question. Um, Well, I've never kept track or audited the consumption of Mm. my guests. Um, I would say if you were to exceed, and keeping in mind, you're there at my apartment for what, like two hours, maybe Mm. two and a half Mm -hmm. on a longer night. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if you have more than four, you're probably Mm. getting a little greedy at that point. But the fourth, I can have the fourth? Have you ever had a fourth? No, I don't think I've ever had a third. Or maybe once I've had a third. I mean, if it's summertime and you're thirsty, why not? (laughs) It's summertime, that's so good. Ivan, how long have you been drinking sparkling water for? Um, enthusiastically, uh, about six, seven years now. It started when I was, uh, working at a, uh, what is often referred to as a large software company in Redmond, Washington. (laughs) Um, and while I was working there, um, and, and keep in mind, this was before like the era where like lunches at work were like normalized and snacks and pantries and stuff but um this particular company um was always known for their fully stocked beverage fridges they had everything from soda juices milk etc yeah uh, as well as uh, a bunch of talking rain sparkling water so so it was during this time where i started regularly just uh you know grabbing three four cans of talking rain out of those fridges per day usually either plain or lime and that's when it really began complimentary you can have as many as you want as many as you so you could even have more than four if you wanted (laughs) but can you take them home that's frowned upon you know what i never did and i always wondered like on a moral level what the difference was between taking one for the road versus just consuming it at your desk yeah you can definitely walk out with an open one yeah, see that. I, but if it were to be closed and yeah. unopened, I mean, that would be that would just feel weird. Yeah, it's stealing. Yeah, I didn't know you worked for a very large software company in Redmond, Washington. Uh, for a little less than a year, I was a, huh. a contractor, like a lot of people in those companies are. Like Blackwater? Uh, nothing like that, actually. Yeah, okay. okay. More administrative work, <laughs> uh, which is that's what uh, you know. Hired guns always say it. Administrative stuff. Uh, but when did you have your first LaCroix? Do you know? Oh, great question. I mean, it must have been right around the time that LaCroix started to really get big. I mean, what, what are we talking, like four, five years ago? 
I think I probably must have just grabbed a pack from like a PCC once or something. And, um, and, and at the time, I didn't know that this was the new It Girl because I was yeah. already drinking a lot of sparkling water, but usually buying other brands. And yeah. LaCroix just happened to be, I think, at one moment in time, the only one that PCC had on the shelves at the moment. So that's what I grabbed. Um, do you ever feel like sparkling water gives you bad breath? Never thought about it. I'm going to say I have bad breath regardless. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt like I had bad breath, Ivan? You specifically? No. What do you mean me specifically? I mean... People no. in general? I, I, I feel like there are people in my life I will earmark as having bad breath. I don't think you're on Do you want to list. name some names? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because my ex-wife had a big thing where she always said that I had bad breath and she always said that it was because of my sparkling water and she was really just trying to get between me and my sparkling water what do you think it was really like that was giving you bad breath because i doubt it was the water not the water but i don't know and i also feel like is this going to be the uh the season two finale cliffhanger bad breath well, where we yeah. finally discovered the truth about... <laughs> yeah, that I had something stuck in the back of my mouth this right. whole time. Yeah. Yeah, like some fish thing. Like, like some Swedish thing. A, a, yes, a Swedish fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Swedish fish in my mouth this whole time. It was just backed up in a molar, yeah, just yeah, hanging yeah, out, yeah. lodged between the gums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ivan, how do we know each other? I think you're very equipped to answer that question. You did the bar trivia. The, yes, the pub quiz. As the we... geeks who drink bar trivia. Um, yeah. A large pub quiz company <laughs> based out of Denver, Colorado, we'll call them. <laughs> okay, I'll bleep it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how we met. Okay. Do you remember your first impression of me? I remember having an impression of you forced upon me by somebody else. <laughs> yeah okay please yeah please so uh our uh our buddy elliot who yeah. was kind so. of one of the the head honchos there oh yeah. um he had been around for a couple of years he and i were were pretty tight and uh i think uh i was lamenting to him that one of the previous servers who had been a regular fixture i think had stopped working on monday nights and i was telling him like oh i need you know another partner in crime here so we can have this you know regular cast of characters uh that i was acquainted with and uh he mentioned something about hiring more waitstaff, more servers, and I pointed over to you, and you think you were a busser at the time. I'm like, oh, why not just have that guy serve? And he looked at me with a bewildered expression saying, Joey the busser? Yeah, and there you find a large multi-year story of me thinking that he was helping me, but he wasn't actually helping me. Uh-oh. Did what you do know you, that? What do you mean? Do you feel like... Oh, okay. It's, I just feel like um, when you work in a restaurant and you start at the bottom, everyone starts at the bottom, you need an advocate. Mm -hmm. And there are people who pretend to be your advocate. I feel like looking back on it, I think he so much pretended to be my advocate, but really manipulated me to stay in that position. Well, it depends on how you look at it. So, you know, typically... When somebody is performing well in what uh, is, you know, often referred to as an individual contributor role uh, within an organization, <laughs> yeah. um, 
that person, despite having aspirations to advance within the organization, um, will oftentimes be held back because, you know, management needs people who excel at that so-called yeah. IC role. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what was happening. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, but, absolutely. But to answer your question, that was the impression that was, you know, kind of foisted upon me is this yeah. idea of that, like, oh, the busser guy? Yeah. He'll, he'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's not server material. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. how wrong he was. Yeah, how wrong he was. Look at me now. It is definitely an interesting thing in organizations generally that like you have someone do a job and they do the job well. Mm-hmm. And then you have the tendency to then promote them to manage people to do that job. Sometimes it's management and sometimes it's like more of like a team lead type capacity yeah. where they're not doing as much of the hands-on work. Yeah. But they get to kind of take credit for that work being executed. Yeah. And then like many times I've seen that just not make any sense where it's like the person was so good at doing the actual operations. Yeah. The actual job. Mm-hmm. And then the person ends up trying to manage people and it's like, it's not good. Well, I experience that a lot in like the corporate culture I work in too. Except mm. it, like you see people getting promoted both because like, oh, they're done with that, you know, individual contributor work and they want to shed, you know, getting their hands dirty and just focus on the managerial aspects. Mm. But then you'll also have people who aren't good at the hands-on work and they get promoted anyway in the hopes that like they'll be better at managing (laughs) people than they were doing the work. And to be fair, I have actually seen it be a successful strategy in the past, but Anytime the the other individual contributors kind of see it occurring, it'll raise some eyebrows. It sows dissent. Yes. Definitely. Uh, Ivan, how would your family describe you? Oh, I mean, (laughs) do do we have time to get into that? (laughs) Yeah, we do. (laughs) I don't know. I, I mean, generally speaking, I think they're probably pleased and relieved that I more or less turned out okay. You know, I've got... Uh, you know, a career, steady employment. I'm right. married, uh, you know, roof over my head. Um, right. You know, all things considered, you know, things could be a lot worse. Okay. But so what traits? Uh, probably stubborn. Stubborn. Yeah. Mm. Which, you know, they are as well. <laughs> <laughs> so are you scared of the coronavirus? No. At all? I mean, just looking at... What's happened out there, um, you know, for most people that are relatively younger and healthier, the, you know, symptoms end up being very mild to minimal. Um, And I'm kind of ready to, I've made peace with the fact that there's probably a good chance Mm -hmm. that all of us will start developing some symptoms sooner or later, that we're already infected and it's just kind of incubating inside of us now. I wouldn't be surprised if I've had it for two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. So um, in that regard, like, no, not really that worried. Um, but it, it's really interesting because I feel like this is the first time, at least in in my adult life, uh, that something of this scale has occurred in the country. I mean, yeah, and the world. Uh, sure. But because I, more of the world than the country. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, if you want to talk like global impact i mean influenza was kind of a big deal back in the day but they were you know less equipped to handle that than we are today you mean like what do you mean by influenza the big one from uh you know early to mid 20th century the spanish flu sure well i mean influenza is just the flu 
Oh, sure. But like, I'm talking about like the, 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 can we cut this part out? God damn it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is how un, unknowledgeable I am about it. But there was a really big influenza, like in what, like 1930, 1940-ish? Like, am I? I don't even know that. Maybe we're just both uneducated about it. I but mean. Point being, there, yeah. there was, there was a Sean lot Riven. of information. Yeah. I'll make sure to cut out this part where we both sound really uneducated while talking about the 1918 flu epidemic, also known as the Spanish flu, which killed 500 million people and lasted for more than two years. Different, unprecedented reaction. Instead of society shuts down and we can't get anything done, it's like, at least for all the you know corporations, including yeah. one of the ones that I work for, it's like, all right, everyone's working from home for the next month. Yeah. Okay, Ivan, I'm going to read you a quote. Oh, good. And now I will go in for the kill. I will confront Ivan about betraying the This Week in Sparkling Water podcast. And I will do this by reading his own words back to him. Words where he promised to buy all of the equipment and be responsible for half of the project. I'm going to read you a quote and you're going to tell me if you know who said this. Is it the CEO of LaCroix? (laughs) That's so good. Do you hear that laughter? I'm laughing because I don't want Ivan to suspect a thing. I want this strike to come from nowhere. It is podcast related. All right. Not sure how fair of a deal this is for you, but I would be happy to cover the equipment costs if you own all the production and editing. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, do, you know, do you know who said that? <laughs> that, that? That would be yours truly, yeah. what, two, three months ago? Yeah, that was, that was you, Ivan. And then the idea of a $200 budget was floated. Do you remember that? <laughs> I mean, is this... This this might be baseless speculation wherever this this topic is headed. You don't remember the two hundred dollar. You don't remember that, Evan. No, I do remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You recall? I recall. Yeah. And then I decide to read him some more quotes. Quotes from back when he was excited about the project. If I order equipment today, it'll take a day or two for it to arrive, at least. Do you remember that? Do you remember, do you recall do you recall saying that, Ivan? I do recall. <laughs> okay. And then, in your defense, a few days later, you said, I'm having second thoughts about this podcast. I feel like we don't have a clear vision that either of us are super jazzed about. Do you remember saying that? I remember that, and I stand by it. Yeah, okay. Tell me what, what that sequence of events was like for you, Ivan. Ivan, just just speak about it um, freely, if you will, <laughs> in a non in a non pointed way. Oh, this isn't pointed. It's not pointed, this Ivan. Isn't pointed. It's not pointed. It's about the vision, Ivan. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but this entire confrontation is, in the end, a failure because I'm trying to digest everything that happened and Ivan will only give me tiny crumbs um yeah so in that situation Uh, um (laughs) how was that for you just having some cucumber melon some simple truth organic is there more water by the way yeah I'm I'm a little thirsty there's Um, all of them let's go with the the nasty the mint mint cucumber cucumber one 
There's since, lots of Voss in there for Since this conversation you. is now turned <laughs> vile. Yeah, exactly. It's super hostile and, and Ivan's mouth is drying up. <laughs> oh, God, that's disgusting. But um, there's lots of Voss. Yeah, I'll get some. Well, there's not a lot. You've, no, but you've I mean in it. your cup. Oh, I poured I it in your cup. Oh well, that's nice of you. Yeah, trying to trying to make a peace offering as we as we litigate whatever we're about to litigate right now. I mean, the, the podcast is a space of radical honesty. It's a space where grudges get drenched up. It's a space where things come to a head. Yeah, are you sure this isn't the season finale? No, 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 no. no. This is the first episode. This is the pilot. Okay. Ivan, how about okay? Uh, yeah, let's talk about it, mm. but not so much with these open-ended questions. I'll I'll, okay. a- I'll answer whatever you want to answer, but this whole "how does this make you feel?" Like I'm, I'm okay. not, not going to do a therapy session. Okay. He decides yeah, yeah. to stonewall so on all of my questions, Ask me whatever questions you'd and there's nothing I can do about it. No, but I want to make. How do you force a man to talk about his guilt? Tell the story. Okay, well, you're gonna have much better recollection of the story than I would right now. I did. No, I, I did pro- write down three more quotes. Oh, good. All right, can we hear them? <laughs> I said that I was gonna buy the equipment and do the editing, and then I said, "You don't have to do any prep, but will you commit to being my guest and or co-host for a bunch of episodes in the beginning?" And then quote number two: "Are you looking for a way, or no, no, no? Okay." Or are you looking for a way get to get... Get your facts straight. Yeah, yeah, Or are you looking for a way to get out of this? Now, tell me the God-honest truth. Do you remember what you said to that, Ivan? Uh, I, I remember the conversation, but yeah. please quote me. Ivan said, I'm in. Ivan, I gave you an out. I gave you an out, Ivan. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. What happened afterward? What did What did we say next after I said I'm in? You know, honestly... Because I... you know, I, what I recall... Yeah. Is me begrudgingly committing, yeah, and then you adding additional terms and conditions to my involvement, like basically saying, mm. like, oh, you know, you can't just bail out after three episodes, and me thinking I'll bail after three episodes if I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But but you got me to agree, but then you started adding more stipulations, which didn't <laughs> yeah. sit well with me. Yeah, it didn't sit well. Well, I mean, Ivan, you did admit to being stubborn earlier. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> I think it was I don't remember if that was before or after we had an in-person planning meeting a steering committee meeting uh, this would have been after because I think it was the steering committee meeting that made me less excited about the project altogether Yeah, because yeah. you felt like I didn't have a vision no I felt like we had conflicting visions oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but Ivan how do you feel about now looking out over this media empire that I've built I'm impressed. Yeah. I think this is a great product you've got here. I think I think your follow through here is very commendable. Mm, follow through. And you could have been an early investor. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe that's the closest thing to an apology that I will ever get. Regardless, that was our review of Cucumber Mint by Good and Gather, Cucumber Melon by Simple Truth Organic, and Cucumber Blackberry by LaCroix. Which brings us to our closing segment. Sparkling Water. Sparkling Mind. For today's session, I just want you to close your eyes and 
take a few deep breaths and notice how there is an incredible amount of anger in your heart. Why is all of that anger there? Why is it so hard to just let go? What did he really do to you? And what does it have to do with sparkling water? <laughs> 